0: Welcome everybody, it's wonderful to have you. This is the best way to spend a Sunday morning. And uh, just want to share with you a Vorot. It's a Valozhin, a Minheg, that unlike Minhag Yisrael, where someone gets up to speak, especially the Chosen, everyone sings not to let them speak. In Balojan, it was very, very important that Divri Torah was spoken uh, by a Sudha's mitzvah. And this is a Sudha's mitzvah that is very auspicious for me because tonight I, f- I celebrate the first Yurzeit of my late father. From when Adar enters Marbim Besimcha, Gemoran is 29, everybody knows it, Mishinichnas Adar. Is this true for the first Adar if it occurs in a leap year, like us, like this year? And the Mishnah in Megillah 6 states that there is ain Bain, there is no difference between the first Adar and the second Adar, except reading the Megillah and Matonus Levionum. This implies that the increase of joy, Marbin Basimcha, applies both to Adar Rishon and to Adar Sheni. Indeed, in determining which Adar the Megillah should be read in, the Gemara rules that it is read in the Adar, which is adjacent to Nisan, meaning Adar Seconds. That's the reason we don't read it in Adar first. The only reason is because we need to read it on the month that is adjacent to Nisan. Gomorrah explains that we juxtapose redemption to redemption. Just like in Nisan there was a redemption, in Purim there was a redemption, and we want to make them close to each other, and that's the reason we wait till the second Adar to read the Megillah. The Sofer then quotes the Rashi on Tainus 29, Mishenichnes Adar, and Rashi says something very curious. Purim and Pesach were days of Nisim for Yisrael. Okay, that sounds very innocuous. Purim and Pesach were days of miracles for Yisrael, and that's why we make the connection between the Megillah on the 2nd, of the second Adar. But the Taz in his commentary on the Shurchan Orech at the end of Aruchayim quotes the Mordechai in the following way. From the simple reading of the Mishnah in the first parik of Megillah, it appears that although we do not read the Megillah on Purim cotton, which was yesterday, nonetheless one is obligated to have a suudas Purim both in Adarishon and Adarshini. The Taz tells us that the only difference between Adarishan and Adashani is the reading of the Megillah and Matanos Levionim. But because it's a Yemei Mishter, it is a time for celebration. Therefore, according to the Taz, we're obligated to have a Sudas Purim on the first of Adar. But when one studies the Gomorrah, it's obvious and clear that there is no mitzvah of Suda Purim cotton. Indeed, Rabbi Yaakov Emdem in the Sheila Yavitz asks, why does Rashi include Pesach? It must be to teach us that increased joy applies only to Adar Sheni, that is, close to Pesach, and not Adar Rishon. So what about Purim Kotton? Where does that leave us with Purim Cotton? In the final section of Orachim, the very last sif of Orachim 697, the Ramah alludes to this Mordechai, recommending that one should have a, pu- a suda of Purim cotton. And he cites the verse from Esther 9, that one is om- obligated to increase mishter v'simcha. That's the words used in the Megillah. Mishter v'simcha, on the 14th of Adar 1st. And I quote the Ramah. But this is not our custom. But one should increase his and little bit, just a little, just a tad, to satisfy the Mahmirim. It's not our minuk to do it, but we should add a little bit just to satisfy that. And then he brings this wonderful posuk from Mishle. The posuk from Mishle says, and he ends his, the Ramah, his commentary on Orachayim, one of the four blocks of the Shulchan Aruch with the following verse. Kol Yeme oni ro'im. V'tov mishter tomid. All the days of a poor man are wretched, but contentment is like a feast without end. It's a beautiful pasuk in Mishle. Why would he quote that at the end of his commentary on Aruchayim? So some of the commentaries explain the choice of that pasuk, by pointing out that the very first comment of the Rama on the Shulchan Aruch is Shivisi Hashem lenegdi Somid Okay, so, well, that word Tomid reoccurs. Shivisi Hashem lenegdi Tomid I place the Rabboni Sharyon before me Tomid at all times and the Pasuk he ends is Kol Yemei Oni Royim V'tov Lev Mishneh Tomid, he began with the Tomid and he ends with the Shulchan Oruch, with the word Tomid. So the Ramah concludes his entire commentary on the Orachayim, which contains the word Tomim. And the Birchas Yosef cites the Shari Chuva, lauding the Ramah's wisdom in concluding the Orachayim, similar to how he opened it. The Taz invokes the Mishnah in Megillah, therefore, in equating the two Adars, Atarishon and Darshini, endorsing the Ramor's comment of Tomid. But we're still left with a little bit of uneasy feeling. What about Purim Katan? What do we do about that Purim Katan? So I would like to suggest a deeper understanding of Rashi's inclusion of Pesach in his commentary. Suggesting that there are two types of nisim. And Hasidus teaches us this, that there are nisim guluim, revealed miracles, Yitzias Mitzrayim, obviously revealed, and then there are nisim nistorim, that they're not giluim, like Purim. Purim, there's no mention of God, and all the miracle occurs as everybody knows behind the scenes. So for a normal person, an open miracle is clearly greater. Uh, than a hidden miracle. But I think that the deeper understanding is that Purim, what we're doing by equating Pesach and Purim, what Rashi is telling us in the deepest way, is that our avoider is to see in the hidden miracles the same hand of Yad Hashem as we do in the revealed miracles. The realization that nothing in our lives is left to chance yields the greatest mishter, the greatest joy. And so the connection of Purim to Pesach does not limit the joy to Pesach, but to Adar Sheni. And I would then like to suggest, the Derek what about Adar Rishon? So we said that there is a Purim, which is the Neis Nigle, and there is Pesach, which is ne- uh, Neis Nigle, and Purim is Neis Nista. What about Purim cotton? Rab Nachman says in Lekut HaMuran that there are two types of hastorah. It says, Minayin The Gemara says, how do I know Esther is in the Torah? There's a hint to the miracle of Esther. And the Medrash and the Gemara brings the most <laughs> out of, out of sorts pun. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's part of the Tochacha. If you don't listen to me, I'm going to hide my ha- face from you on that day. So some of the Befarshim said, well, he did, because we showed up at Achashverosh's uh, suda, thinking that the end time had come and that he was the, the, the Mashiach. But others say, hasti haste haste is ponai, Esther minatora is dafka in those times of ponin, that you need to see the hand of the Rabboni Shalom. Comes along Rab Nachman and says, V'yeish hastorah betoch hastorah. There's one thing to say, hastorah's you know, the Holocaust, and Gaza, and this. I don't see the hand of the Rabboni Shlom. Who sees it? The torture, and the rape, and it's disgusting. I can't see it. I just can't see it. But then there are, the Rav says there's a deeper hastorah. A hastorah betoch hastorah is you've already lost the ability to see the hand of the Rabboni Shlom. That is a deeper level of hastorah. So I wanted to suggest to Derek Efsher sure that Purim Cotton, Purim Goddor represents the Hastara. Yes, you have to see the Nais Nista, that's what Rashi is telling us, that's the connection, that's why we connected it to Purim. What about Purim Cotton? It's even a higher level, it's a higher level because it's Purim Cotton. it's Katniss, Katnas de Mohen, I don't even feel the presence of the absence of the Divine. And that is even the highest level of Kedusha. So, I wanted to suggest how do I connect this, that Am Yisrael right now in Adar, in this Purim cotton, is reeling from a crisis in Eretz Yisrael. The realization that these tragic events are also manifestations of divine providence, even during the crisis, and despite that, We are asked to increase joy just a little bit by recognizing that all of our experiences, individual, communal, and marital, are guided by the divine. So we bless the Chosen and Kala that the obvious good times, the (coughs) wedding, the Shona rishona, the Pesach, the Nisim Neblukeluin, should be weighed along with the apparent miracle of marriage in the less-than-good times, the Purim, when the miracle is hidden, and even when we're being tested in the deepest times of sorrow in Purim Kottun. Achenu kolbeis Yisroel, hanasunim Ha b'shiviyah, haoimdim b'in ba'yabashah, ha'mokum yirachim aleihem, v'yotziyem m'tzorah livrachah, u'me afeilu le'orah, Und mich schiebt Loko Ulo Hashto Bagolo Koriv Masel-Tof.